Alrighty, welcome back to Dad Bod Walking. Go for a walk, talk Dad Bod stuff with my mate Lino. Fight the flies. Flies are out today. And interesting one today, Lino, because I was talking to someone on social media last night, as I do. We do a bit of social media stuff, and I was talking to this guy who said, you look like a sunburned, scrawny, emaciated, rancid, fucked up chook. Oven-boosted chook. <laughs> oven chook. And I immediately realised he wanted to get in my pants, and he was after me because he clearly found me attractive. Now, not mentioning names, Rooster Boy 34 from Fuck Knuckle South Australia, but the sort of comments we get often is start you look like you're fit and healthy but you don't eat under eat. So it led me on to thinking we have a lot of the guys in the group who tend to have this disbelief in if I stop eating, if I underfeed myself, or not disbelief, but they have this position, if they, if they, if little is enough, if they're, if they're reducing their diet and eating less is good, then doing more of that is going to be better. So what that tends to work out to mean is, if I reduce my calories and I get results, surely if I reduce my calories further, I'm going to get better results. And because I do look like a sunburnt, scrawny fucking chook, some people do claim that I don't feed myself. And Lim will attest to the fact I feed the fuck out of myself all the time. Hence the reason for the podcast. So a lot of guys who feel that if they restrict their calories, it's going to increase their results. They're going to get there faster. However, here's the bad news. You're going to fuck up. There's three really important reasons. Well, Lino's going to go through three. Three, if not more, critically important reasons why you should never, ever, ever restrict your calories to a certain point on your dad bod journey because your body will stop in its tracks and beat you around the head and say you're a dickhead. So, Lino, have I set this one up? Uh, I'm confused, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> Um, apart from the fact that I can't open my mouth because the flies are trying to get in um, so I might not talk very long today look I just want to say a few things about how this often happens um, is that first of all often on a keto diet especially or when you've gone low carb um, you actually don't feel as hungry as you used to so it becomes very easy to fast it becomes very easy not to eat and especially when you add in those yummy bulletproof coffees <laughs> Um, You might have one or two of those a day and then you might have one meal or not at all. Now, men do really well on fasting. And we know that for men, that if you fast, the body will um, actually drop fat, especially if you're working out. We also know that there have been some amazing stories of people who fasted for long periods of time. Okay, so there was a... I think the world record is a Scottish guy, and we should do a podcast on this sometime. The Scottish guy who weighed something like unbelievable, like 387, I want to say kilos. I don't know if it's kilos or pounds. It was big. Half a ton. It was was like a small car. And he literally did. This is um, only back in the 80s, not that long ago. Um, And he checked himself into a hospital and said, I've got to do something. I'm just not going to eat for a year, but I want to do it under medical supervision. And he literally didn't eat for a year and he lost a phenomenal amount of weight. But he did have to have nutrients um, given to him intravenously, basically to keep him alive. So the fasting itself wasn't a problem. So men can fast. So you read lots of stuff out there that says fasting is brilliant, um, reduce your calories, you need a calorie deficit. And what happens is most of you go into the, the dad bod journey, you see some results, 
and you think oh this is freaking amazing i've lost two kilos in the first week second week you lose another two kilos so if i just reduce my, my meals a bit more and then before you know it you're eating a tiny little chicken breast salad at lunch and a you know tiny little meal for dinner still goes fine but you end up you start to look really sick and unhealthy um, you've got a saggy skin you are losing your muscle mass and everything's just you know you're all very pasty and you're starting to get a bit tired and that's because you're falling into the trap of having too low calories too often so bouts of fasting are good but you need to eat and you need to eat because you need to fuel your body and especially if you're working out which if you're on the dad bod journey you are working out you want your body to be like a performance car and you wouldn't you know turn up at a formula one race with your performance car and only have a quarter of a tank of fuel you wouldn't put in some shit diesel you want high quality foods and you want them at the right time so that your tank is always topped up which allows you then to perform every day so what's the perils the perils of not eating enough consistently every single day the first one and the biggest one is your metabolism will eventually start to downturn so you won't notice it but essentially your body is going into starvation mode because it's starting to realize you're not feeding it enough every day so therefore you must be in a famine what do you do in a famine well you pack on a bit of fat you store some fuel and you make sure you've got enough to get through the famine and then you go into hibernation so your body is preparing for hibernation it's basically packing on fat around your middle which is the opposite of what you're trying to do so you've got that belly fat building up again you're starting to get real tired and sleepy and that's because your body is literally saying it's a famine conserve energy so you're actually going to really work against yourself with your metabolism if you eat too few calories every day day in day out so that's the first thing beautiful so um just before we also get into the next two because i know there's, there's some critical ones the other the other issue that we have a lot is not that um not the guys are trying to starve themselves but because of intermittent fasting the number of calories they're aiming for in a day um, according to their calculators or according to sort of the the normalization of, of what we should be eating is a lot higher than what they're actually having so they're consistently having less than the calories that they're supposed to have and that makes it very easy to stay below and they consistently then end up having reduced calories over a long period of time so it's not the starvation piece but it's also the reduced calories over a longer period of time yeah it is and if you think about it if you're aiming for 2000 calories a day for example or two and a half thousand calories a day that's actually a lot of calories to eat if you have only one meal a day and so generally my advice to people and mike's advice on the dad bod journey is to have two meals because if you split your two and a half thousand or your two thousand calories across two meals it's a reasonable amount to eat you don't feel absolutely stuffed and you can digest it so a lot of people that go down to one meal a day they just have a mega meal at night what's happening there is first of all it is damned hard to get two two and a half thousand calories in one meal that mega meal takes a long time to digest 
your digestion is weakest at night because your cortisol is at its lowest. So when you start to try and digest a meal at night, you find you're actually going to bed with your, your stomach still full and it disturbs your sleep. So can you see how that's like a double and triple whammy? Um, the food's not getting into your system, you're not get, getting the nutrients, you're affecting your rest and repair system and you're affecting your sleep. So it's a shit thing to do. So have two meals a day, have solid meals and that'll keep your metabolism boosted and it'll make sure that you're constantly burning fat instead of storing fat. So that's the first thing. Second one. Metabolism. Got more than metabolism. Second one is if you don't eat enough food, you won't get enough nutrients. And I know this sounds like a real namby-pamby one, but as you know, the science says we do need plenty of nutrients. So if you are consistently eating less calories that you need to eat, than you need to eat, um, you are basically going to reduce your micronutrients. So if you're not having enough calories, you're not having enough protein and you're not having enough fats, the protein especially comes loaded with all of those micronutrients. That's the vitamins and minerals that we need for all the essential processes in the body. So again, making sure you have enough food, enough calories, enough of your protein every day will guarantee that you're getting plenty of micronutrients and that's again one of the reasons why we say prioritize your protein so if there's one of the macronutrients that you should always make sure you've hit the target on it's protein fat you don't need to worry as much but protein is where all of those wonderful bodybuilding and health building nutrients come all right, so you've got metabolism. You've got the fact your body goes into starvation, which is kind of the precursor to it. You've got the vitamins. The last couple I want you to just touch on, then, is the effect when you reduce calories on your mind. So what happens to the mind and the, the thought process, and also the appetite and the cravings. So what happens when you reduce your, your food consistently? Again, as well as your body thinking you're going into hibernation, it starts to basically freak out because you're not giving it enough um, energy, first of all, and you're also not giving it enough of the building blocks that it needs. So protein, again, is one of the key building blocks for you to be able to take the protein and for your body to turn it into glucose for the brain. Um, and the brain is the only part of the body that must have glucose. And so when we eat protein, we use gluconeogenesis. That gluconeogenesis breaks down the protein, forms just enough glucose on demand for the brain to keep going. Now, if you don't get either all of your protein or all of your calories, your body is going to think again that it is in this starvation, that it's not going to get the fuel and the building blocks that it needs for the brain and also that you're not going to get the building blocks to make your hormones so your body is going to take action doesn't matter what your mind thinks this is about the autonomic nervous system the automatic part of the brain that will basically take over it's the bit that keeps you alive it's very clever and it will step in and it will send you mega cravings. And those mega cravings are basically because it's telling you I'm not getting enough. And if you're not having enough calories and protein, 
then your brain is eventually going to be deprived. So that will manifest itself in two ways. The first way is cravings because your brain's saying, hey, 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 not getting enough glucose here. So what's it going to crave? It'll crave carbohydrates and sugar. So the next time you find yourself craving a beer or a sugary snack or even a coffee, that is probably your brain saying, I haven't had enough food and I haven't had enough protein. So before you reach for the munchies, you know, before you get the munchies and start reaching for the shit food, have a snack that's loaded with protein and some fats and that will actually solve your problems. Second thing it'll do, consistently having too low calories, too low protein, is you'll start to get foggy brain and that's actually literally the effect of your brain being deprived of glucose. If you've not got enough fuel going in and you're working out and you're busy at work and you're stressed to the max, your brain needs a lot of glucose to run, it needs a lot of calories. Your brain needs 500 calories at least a day before you even start moving around. So if you're not feeding your body enough, then you'll get those cravings and your brain will get foggy, fuzzy, clouded because it's just literally starving. So get enough fuel into your body every day, make it good quality fuel, with the right macronutrients, so the protein especially, to make sure that you've got all of what you need to fuel your, your performance throughout every day and throughout every workout. Awesome, so that's the smarts behind it. So as you know on the dad bod journey, the first thing we do when it comes to food and eating is clean out the shit. So we get rid of the sugar and the carbs and the crap foods. Then over time we start to look at increasing the proteins and the fats, which is the normal part, and reducing the carbs. Then the next step is reducing that first meal of the day and do some intermittent fasting, which then gets you to where Lynn says, which is the two meals a day. And it's at that point you're starting to get results. And the risk where we started today is that because you're getting results by reducing the intake, the typical male brain goes, well, more is better, so therefore I'll reduce further and therefore I'll get great results. But obviously the body doesn't like that. It goes into fasting mode. The metabolism crashes. The mind is fucked things start to happen that go directly against the results you're achieving. So don't starve yourself, otherwise you'll end up looking like a scrawny chicken like me. No, not really. Feed yourself, feed yourself good food, feed yourself two good meals a day. Keep that up and you will get dad bod results. And join us again next time on Dad Bod Walking. Have an awesome day, gentlemen. Cheers.